Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. I welcome all of you second winders out there. Thank you for listening to us this morning because we have a fantastic show for you. I wanted to share with you that you know sometimes in life we go through changes and difficulties and and they're all really growing steps for us even though they may be painful to look at and what would it be would it be loss of a job would it be loss of a marriage would it be death of a spouse what would that transition be that you might be going through well whatever it is I am here, the show is here to support you in helping you make it through that difficult time. Listening to some other dynamic women that have gone ahead in their careers, that have made switches and changes, that have had sorrow in their life and have moved forward. So my guest today is like all of us, she's faced all of those difficulties and changes and has a glorious career and exciting future for her. I wanted to share an interesting story that happened to me this week. I was in Atlanta. I was attending a workshop and had the awesome experience of touring the CNN studios there. And I was amazed at the number of people that it takes to really do produce the news. It's uh, a major undertaking. So if you ever have the opportunity, go take that tour because it's really interesting. But that, but the story is when I was trying to return home and I left and of course got to the airport unbeknownst that there was major weather in Dallas, Texas, where I was flying to. And it totally affected everybody's travel, everybody going through Dallas, everybody going to Dallas. So if you have not had that wonderful experience of trying to fly through weather, then um, you don't know what you're missing. But I saw men and many women get very frustrated over the fact that their travel plans were in chaos. Now, the poor airlines are just the middlemen, really, because there's nothing you can do about weather. It affects. It's like what comes into our lives. We have no control over it. And how are you going to manage it when it comes? Really, it's just a matter of stepping back, isn't it? Allowing what is coming toward you that you have no control over to accept it and to see that it's part of a process, that you will get to your destination 
As long as you keep it in your mind, it's focused, you know where you want to go. Sometimes it just means stepping back and being patient with the situation. We all got home. My trip was was full of decisions. What would I do? Would I stay in Dallas? Would I rent a car and drive home? Those are all decisions that no matter what we face in our life, we have total control over. We can control our decisions where we cannot control the weather. So that was just a perfect example, I thought, of my journey last weekend. That was um, life. It was about life. That's what life is about. Lots of change and decisions. And knowing that we'll come out okay on the other side, as long as we keep moving and keeping our end destination in our sights. So, today, we're going to welcome a woman that I started my journey with in 2010. Sherry Fink is my guest today. We start. We met at Jack Canfield's yearly conference, Breakthrough to Success, and we were two of the 400 people attending the workshop. Now, Sherry and I both decided that after that week, we'd keep studying with Jack and see where we would grow and what we would grow into. And Sherry has been amazing in, in how she has moved through her life She is an inspirational speaker, a number one best-selling author, and the president of The Whimsical World of Sherry Fink, an award-winning brand. She creates books, beauty items, and live events that plant seeds of self-esteem and produce magical experiences for her fans. All five of her children's books have become number one bestsellers, including the very first one, which was The Little Rose, which was a number one Amazon bestseller for over 60 weeks. Oh, my gosh, Sherry, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) CBS Los Angeles selected her as one of the top three authors in the local area, a distinction I share with Dean Kuntz. Sherry's brand is the recipient of the prestigious Mom's Choice Award for the Best Family-Friendly Entertainment. She was recently named an inspirational beauty of supermodel Cindy Crawford's Beauties Give Back campaign. What a nice honor. I like that one. Sherry is excited (laughs) to debut her first contemporary romantic novel, Cake in Bed. Now that I like. On February 2nd, 2016, and to share juicy and exclusive updates from her fans who pre-order her book through Kickstart. But Jack said this about, to sum up all of this glorious information about Sherry, The whimsical world 
of Sherry Fink's children's brand is an excellent resource for award-winning and quality children's books that encourage actions of tolerance, acceptance, and perhaps the hardest lesson to be learned of all, staying true to the core of oneself. Jack Kenfield, co-author, co-creator of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Welcome, Sherry. What a treat. Thank you. It's wonderful to be back. (laughs) Yeah, I love when we get to talk every so often. It makes my day. So it sounds like you (laughs) haven't just been sitting around, girl. (laughs) Right? Yes, life has been pretty exciting for you. Uh, Yes, yes. It is exciting to, to work really, really hard and see your dreams come true and uh, to get to help people. As you know, like it's just the best thing ever. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? You know, we, we, we went on to um, do further work with Jack, and who would have thought that, well, I knew you were going to be special because we went to the first workshop, and then we came back, and you had created this 365-page uh, I'm going to call it an accountability book that was a handy tool for all of us to use. And I went, oh, my goodness, this girl is very, um, she's moving. She's moving forward. <laughs> so I love that, that you did that so back. But I was very surprised you went into writing children's books. So, so what was I. <laughs> Are you really? Well, yes. what was what was it about your very first book that made that you wanted to write that book? Um, you know, very much in alignment with your your show and your mission and your show about um, taking adversity and, and ch- changing it to something amazing. I didn't know I was writing a children's book. I oh. before I had met you, actually, mm-hmm. um, a few years before, I was in the corporate world and yeah. I was doing really well, but I wasn't thrilled about it. Like I didn't feel, I didn't wake up with passion inside of me for it. Yeah. Even though I was good at it and I enjoyed aspects of it, mm-hmm. I, I knew I needed to make a change. I was just feeling that it was coming, you know, the time had come for me to make some decisions about it. And during that time of soul searching, I had a gift of adversity um, where I was being bullied in the workplace by another woman and it was really bad and I didn't know what to do. And I tried everything they tell you and none of it worked. And so I was driving to work one day and I was crying because, you know, I worked so hard to get there. I wouldn't just walk away. Right. And so I didn't know what to do to make the situation better. So I'm driving in the car, I'm bawling and I'm just like at that moment, a complete surrender. And I thought, well, I will do anything to make the situation better. Like, please help me. And I had no more ego about it. I, as you said, accepted the weather, even Mm -hmm. though I didn't like it. Mm, And in that moment, an idea came to me. It was um, a little rose that grows up in a weed bed and thinks that she's the weed. Mm. And and discovers that she's really a beautiful rose. Mm -hmm. And it wrote through me in the car. So, Awesome. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> and yeah. it was actually the second conference that I saw. So I had forgotten all about that. 
Um, mm-hmm. It had been over a year. I had left the corporate world, and I was doing consulting for – I was doing exactly what I was doing for the big businesses, but for small companies that were local. Yeah. Right. And, um, and that's when I met you. Yeah. And then okay, the I'm second conference – Sherry, Sorry. I'm going to stop you here so we can go to break and everybody oh, yeah. can hear the entire stories because it's fascinating. I love to hear this story. So we will be back <laughs> shortly to hear more with Sherry Fink, my guest, and we'll also be talking about the little rose that she wrote first and her new book, which is Cake in Bed, which is sort of a little twist on from the <laughs> But we'll look forward to hearing more. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, trishagoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. You are listening to Joyce with Second Wind, and my guest today is Sherry Fink, who is an inspirational keynote speaker. She's a passionista, first international bookselling award-winning author, creator of The Whimsical World of Sherry Fink, and a bliss seeker. I like all of those words, Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, me too. (laughs) So you were telling us about writing your first book, The Little Rose, and how it came about from a oh yes drive in your car where you were driving in tears and 
Yes. So the second time I saw you at the second mm-hmm. conference, yes, in October, five years ago, yes, I had a random conversation there with someone I had never met, and we talked about writing, and she just kept persisting to find out like what else I wrote, and I was like, well, I, I had this little story, you know, in a drawer. I'd forgotten about it until then. Mm. And so I told her the story and she said she got goosebumps and that I have to do something with that because her grandchildren needed the message. Oh. And that was when I thought maybe it's a children's book and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so by the time the end of the week came around and, you know, Jack has this really special experience called a come as you'll be party where yes. you, you walk through the door as if your goals have come true over the next five years. Yes. Well, right before the party, I ran downstairs and I made a little cover and I didn't know what to call it. I hadn't even read the story for so long. So I just called it The Little Rose and I slapped it onto a book that I had brought. Mm-hmm. And and I also had, had the audacity to bring a magazine cover, which I felt ridiculous carrying around. But <laughs> I did. I was brave. And then I got a picture with Jack with me holding those two things, the book and the <laughs> magazine. And then within a year... Through uh-huh. ways I could never have anticipated, I had a number one best-selling book called The Little Rose, and I had my first magazine cover. Oh yes, awesome! <laughs> well, that's all. Is that would you call that the law of attraction in work? There? I would call it all kinds of things: magical, <laughs> um, following divine inspiration. Yeah. I would say, you know, being open uh-huh. to changing paths, like you said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, now the little rose just took off. It really was a overnight success. It, it ran, it got all this acclaim. Uh, and, and it was on the bestseller list for 60 weeks. And then Kindle edition became a bestseller and a number one top rated book in children's ebooks on Amazon. That's just awesome. But then, Thank you. After, so your books are targeted at what age, would you say? Um, well, most of the children, the storybooks are for 5 to 10, and uh-huh. then the alphabet adventure book is for 2 to 5. Oh, okay. But after you wrote The Little Rose, you almost produced a new book every year, didn't you? I did, and then one year I got particularly ambitious and I made two books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, it's it's just amazing that your books, I mean, I know you and I know what a generous and exciting person you are and you're always happy and upbeat when I see you. So, uh I can see that the pages are filled with uh lots of beautiful pictures and and fun words and and you really do introduce adversity into these little books and show how the it turns around so i love the book yeah. you know i think books can also be even though they're targeted at 5 to 10 they're good lessons for adults you know yeah for, they are it's, i mean it's the things i most need to remember honestly yeah. The lessons in the books are the things that I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, remember, be adaptable. Oh, yeah, remember, <laughs> you'll glow when the time is right. Like, you know, all these things that are valuable for kids also are meaningful to me. Right. 
Yeah, good lessons. Well, I noticed this year when I went back that you had condensed that uh, tool that I like so much, the, the accountability tool is what I'm calling it. I don't know what you call it. But you you condensed it into my bliss book, which I love using and modified it to some degree. Yeah, it's a wonderful tool for any adult to order from your website and um, uh, start using it as a daily kind of, have you done this? It's like your gratitude list. It's about what you want to do that day, what your plans are, what action steps you're going to take that day. It's a wonderful tool. I like to use it in my classes for my when working with my people. So if somebody wants to get this book... We'll we'll just throw this in here, Sherry. Where would they go to to order your children's books as well as the Bliss book? Um, well, they're all available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And if you would like a, an autographed copy, you can order on my website at www.sherryfink.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we'll give that to you again later because I really do think that all of you grandmas with Christmas and the holidays coming up that you'll want to give this to your loved ones, but aunts, uncles, or you may just want to give it to a friend who's going through a difficult time. You know, in Tyler, Texas, we could probably give that book to everybody because we are the Rose Capital, Field Rose Capital of the world. We're not the long stem, we're the Field Roses. (laughs) So, (laughs) did you know that, Sherry? You didn't know that. I did not. I know. Okay, now, why the big shift from writing a children's books to writing a more or less adult romantic novel? You know, it's not a conscious decision. Much like before, I'm I'm feeling that I'm being guided. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel inspired. And when I get inspired by an idea and I can't stop thinking about it, and it makes me nervous and excited at the same time. Like that's usually my, my cue. Yeah. And so two and a half years ago, when I got the initial idea for this story, it's mm-hmm. exactly like that. I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And I thought, well, that's crazy, you know, to, to go and write this. And then after I wrote it, it's not that crazy because at the end of the day, all of my books are about self-love, mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. And the children's books inspire and delight young children to believe in themselves and not settle for less than they deserve. And the romance novel inspires and delights women while empowering them not to, not, not to settle for less than we deserve in life or love. Right. So it's really the same thing, but just in a completely different package and yeah. definitely not for children. well the the, uh title is certainly uh intriguing it's cake in bed you know i was really funny um for my birthday i had a great big picture it was a big birthday and i had a big birthday picture and i had cake for breakfast so i love it get the cake (laughs) idea there you know 
cake in bed. Who wouldn't like to have cake in bed? So can you tell us a little bit about the story or is that a wait? Is that not done? Oh, sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to tell you a little bit about it. I won't reveal okay. too much, but no. just enough. Okay. Um, so the story is about a 30-something divorcee who is finding her way in the world, and she has a series of uh, humorous and sometimes heartbreaking experiences that ultimately lead her to love herself and discover love in an unexpected place. Oh. And the story for all the people who, who've gone through major life changes, which is just about everybody, yep. especially women, we seem to go through many more. Um, the story opens up with the main character, Julie, uh, in bed, wearing her old wedding dress, eating her frozen wedding anniversary cake <laughs> on what would have been her anniversary, except she's divorced. Uh, yeah, that's great. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That sounds pretty real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I can I can and relate I, to that. <clears throat> I just love her too. Like as I was writing the story, I was just I just fell in love with the character. I was like, she has such good intentions, but sometimes things backfire, just like in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I want everyone reading that story to feel like, wow. I hadn't looked at it like that. And mm-hmm. to feel so loved as they're like finishing that book that they want to reread it again. Like, right. That's my goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it is available Friday or Saturday. When does it go on sale? Um, well, it's pre-order available right now and <laughs> only through Saturday, Saturday, okay. October 31st. And okay. then the book debuts on February 2nd, 2016, but we're doing a very special um, pre-order launch yes. Kickstarter, and that deadline is Saturday. Oh, awesome. So your goal is to sell how many books? As many as possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? that was a silly question. Of course. <laughs> Well, you were you were talking about some numbers, and you've had you. This has been going on for how many? A, a week? Or two weeks? Three weeks? Um, your your three weeks. Three the weeks. Pre-order campaign launched on my birthday on October second. Uh huh. And will be a total of thirty days. Awesome! Yeah. Um, and you were excited because twenty five percent of those people that have bought are international. Right. Yes, which is so cool? wonderful to know that there are people waiting all over the world for their book. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So how exciting. Well, we are going to go shortly to another break. And when we do, we're going to come back and talk about the some interesting questions about what's happening with with Sherry and what she's got coming up next because this awesome new book is of course going to send her in a tailspin and she's going to be going all over and doing signings and everything so we want to hear all about that when we come back with Sherry Fink. (music) 
transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome. You are listening to Sherry Fink and I as we talk about her awesome new book, uh, Cake in bed. I started to say eating cake in bed. Cake in bed <laughs> is um, exciting because it, it goes on sale Friday. You can do the pre-sale now. And we want to help Sherry sell those books. So, Sherry, tell us how my listeners can go and get their early copy or pre-order your book. Um, they can go to www.cakeinbed.com. And that's going to take them over to Kickstarter, where they can do some shopping. And when they get there, they're going to see the video that I shot to promote the the book. And that was shot by award-winning filmmaker Winston A. Avalos. And I'm <laughs> really, really grateful for that. <laughs> and uh. it's fun. And, um, and then you can look at the packages, because every pre-order comes with different levels of rewards. So if they would like to get a copy of the Bliss book as well as Cake in Bed, a signed print edition Kickstarter-exclusive version of Cake in Bed. They can also get acknowledged in the book. They can get my Love Notes album. They can get all kinds of things to help uh, support them in their goal achievement and Mm -hmm. in loving themselves and their lives. Even on some levels, you can even name a character. So there's Ah! really cool stuff in there. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I and think then I'm going to go back. Go ahead. They'll be one of the first people in the world to read the book when it comes out in February. So um, I really hope that they take me up on it because there's just – I'm so excited to be able to offer so much, but it's only till Saturday. Okay. So we're coming to the end of your four-week campaign to pre-sell this book, right? So we want yeah, to run the last take- four days. Oh, it's exciting. Okay. <laughs> now, listeners, the Cake in Bed book is a fun and flirty book which empowers women to be their authentic selves and not settle for less than they deserve in life or love because everyone deserves to have their cake and eat it too. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> so go pick up your your gifts and your order on www.cakeandbed.com, correct? That's correct. Now, just so you might share with us what some of the excitement that you're going through now. Now, I know nothing is, you know, I know there's lots of hours work, hours of work that goes into all of this excitement but now that you the baby is birthed so so to say what do you do from now on to uh promote your book and just sell more copies what happens what do you do as an author um gosh (laughs) there's a lot of things a lot um oh yeah yeah like right now right now i've been working 16 hour days Every single day, um, because I have two to three media interviews a day. I, I literally talk to or interact with over a hundred people a day right now. It's intense. (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. Because I love my fans and if they have questions about it, I answer them. If they, you know, and when I get a supporter, when someone pre-orders the book, I personally thank them. You know, I, I just really want to make it about them and honoring them and, so, yeah, it's really full on right now. Um, and then, of course, there's creating new videos to promote things and going through that editing process and creating images and all kinds of things. Like we're doing a cake in bed moment uh, photo contest right now, too. So oh. uh, people can submit their picture of them eating cake in bed. Mm-hmm. And then the deadline is also Saturday for that. And then wow. I'm going to randomly select one of the the people who've had the photo submitted and they're going to win two VIP tickets to the cake and bed world premiere party in LA in February. So fun. It's (laughs) really fun. Like receiving those photos, (laughs) you know, there's a lot of things. And, um, for me, I think it's just being available to it. It's prioritizing what really matters and that's people and, and taking care of yourself in that process. So, Making sure I get more sleep, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, right, uh, right. Still continue to take care of myself and nutritious and right uh, hydration and all those things. So, um, yeah. But to promote the book, lots of PR. There's a lot of appearances. I'm very fortunate to get invited to do things, and I have um, speaking engagements. I have um, signings. I have my first mm-hmm. mall appearance coming up. This week. Ah, yeah, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you doing this with the, uh, with any support staff? Are you doing this as 
because you sound pretty self-sufficient other than, you know, the the people that you go out. But do you have like a an assistant that kind of helps you? Because I'm worried about you. I don't want you to get too tired. <laughs> the mother you know, I had a I had a part-time assistant over the summer, but she just went back to grad school. Right. Literally, the day the campaign started, she went back to school. So oh, I've good timing. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, all right. Good <laughs> but, timing. Uh, yeah. So um, right now it's just me. Well, you know, I I know you are one of the few people that I know that can really pull this off. Um, you just work well under pressure, and you never show it. I'm just amazed <laughs> at how wonderful you do. But you well, were thank sharing. you. I'm doing what I love. Yeah, that does make a difference, doesn't it? When we're when we're in our, I call it our shine moments, meaning that's where the we really work the best because we're in sync with who we are. Our heart is good. Our mind is working well, and time flies by. Right. Yes. When we're having yes. a wonderful time and and really living the life that we we had dreamed of living, but you shared with me the other day when we were chatting prior to this call about what how you were going to celebrate your Halloween. Would you like to share that with my guests? Sure, I'd be thrilled to. So, um, I live in LA and I grew up in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And my whole family lives in Virginia, including my nine-year-old nephew. Mm-hmm. And I have never been with him on Halloween. And Halloween's my favorite holiday. So this year, I'm super excited. I have a um, speaking engagement in Philadelphia on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then I'm taking the train, which I've never done, taking the train down to my hometown in Virginia. And then I have... Well, the first part of the day, I'm celebrating with a book signing at a toy store in my hometown. Yeah. So my sister, my nephew, and I are all going to dress up <laughs> in Halloween costumes because all my all my fans will be dressed up. So yeah. that's going to be fun. Um, and then that evening, we are going to change costumes into our actual Halloween costumes. <laughs> and we are going to be <clears throat> 80s cartoon icons. So yes. I'm going to be Jem from Jem and the yeah. Hologram, the cartoon, yes. and my sister's going to be Pizzazz, and my little nephew is going to be Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, <laughs> we're going to carve pumpkins, we're going to watch Halloween specials, we're going to bake cupcakes, and we're going to go trick-or-treating, and I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, Halloween is a fun, I love, now I don't do quite all of that, but I love answering the door and sharing the candy with the kids and, you know, just seeing their delight in getting a piece of candy, which I know I should go to healthy, wholesome snacks. But uh, No, don't be that (laughs) 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 Well, it's just such a fun holiday because they get to be their – their dream person or their pretend person. It's really cute. I love the holiday myself. But you are going to speak in a school, which I think is such an awesome opportunity to share the the message of positive and and you know not being afraid of the 
you know, there's such turmoil with the bullying and all of that in schools now. Do you address that when you talk to a school? Um, I do, but not in the same way that most people address it because right. I think the yeah. focus is in the wrong place. Yeah. You know, like like most things, like we tend to focus on the problem and not the solution. Yes. But I feel like the conversation really moves forward and the shift is made when we focus on the solution. And for me, right. the solution is having kids realize how precious they are, having them be unshakable so that other people's opinions don't affect them. Mm. If you have that, it isn't going to matter what someone else says. Mm-hmm. And that person, when they don't get any reaction, they will move on, you know? Mm. And so I do talk about personal empowerment and we talk about, depends on the, the age group and the school, like everything's tailored for that their unique needs. But yes. um, for this one, on Thursday, we have two segments. So um, one is the younger kids, the K mm-hmm. through fourth, and then we have another segment of fifth through eighth. So with the younger right. kids, I'm able to read the little rose, which is about being different, feeling left out, and being picked on for being different, and yeah. how the little rose overcomes that. So mm-hmm. it gives me a way to, to introduce the concept to them without them. It, it, it's a safe way to do it. And then yes. we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, about have you ever felt left out? You know, nobody likes that, you know, and mm-hmm. how to include other kids, how to, and then with the older kids, it's a similar conversation, but without the use of the book itself. I'll still tell them my story, but mm-hmm. it's more about don't let this happen. Right. Like, let's all be responsible for everybody else. And if, if you see it happening to someone else, if you stand up and 30 other kids stand up, that person isn't going to get anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. It's like we yeah. all need to have each other's back. And I think right. that's the key with adults, too. If we all look out for each other, not saying that we're 100% responsible for anybody other than ourselves, but if something happens to you and I say, no, that is not okay, and a bunch of right. other people stand up for you, too, yeah, quickly things shift. Right. I so, so agree. Um, yeah. That will be yeah. an awesome day, the the lives that you will touch that day. I think it's just so awesome of this school to bring in you to bring you in because you you provide the message through your own uniqueness because you come with your um your special dress, which when we come back after this break, <laughs> I want to share with my audience your special dress that when I met Sherry Fink, she was not dressing this way, and how you've expanded and allowed yourself to um, become another person or a, a different person from what I met. Anyway, we're going to break. We'll be back, Sherry. Short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff 
and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We have been talking today with Sherry Fink, who has the whimsical world of Sherry Fink. She has books, children's books, awesome children's books. She is a enlightened and brightened and shared her message through five books that she wrote for children. And then this year, or as she said, she started two and a half years ago, but this year she's releasing her cake in bed book. And that's why we're talking today. So we can share this wonderful book. Now, Sherry, you said you, you started this book two and a half years ago. Yes, yes. It's been a passion project for a long time. (laughs) Mm. Oh, that's awesome. When you start a book that long ago, is it kind of, you don't sit down and write every day. It's more of you you write when you get the download, so to say? Um, At at first, that's what I was doing. And then I realized that because I'm so active and running mm-hmm. a business and, yes. you know, publishing the Bliss book and all kinds of other things that if I didn't dedicate time to it on a regular basis and have a deadline, then I w- it would never come out. Yes. And so I decided in January of this year that this was the year. So I took a look at my calendar and I, as Jack says, anything that wasn't a hell yes <clears throat> became a hell no, which uh-huh. was so hard. Yeah. And I dedicated massive amounts of time to writing. And I'm about to do that again, too. So it's like, um, it's, it's a very different experience than my regular life. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're eating, breathing, sleeping your characters. And uh-huh. I remember the day after I finished in July, the next day I was, in com- I was at Comic-Con and I didn't have mm. my laptop. And I thought when I went to bed that night, I was like, wow. This is the first time in a very long time that I've been to sleep without writing this book. Mm. And I kind of missed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when is your time to write? Are you a morning writer or an evening writer? Or? 
you know, if I go on inspiration, it comes randomly. Yes. It Uh comes like sometimes in the middle of the night, sometimes like when I'm in the shower, sometimes when I'm driving in the car. But Mm -hmm. if I'm focused like that, I basically woke up and would write. And if I hit my goal, then I could check Facebook and respond to people. And then I go back to writing again. I ah. I go back to writing. Okay. Yeah. So I would just basically make it my entire day. Then I go to the gym and I come back, get showered up. Then I go back to writing. <laughs> wow. That's a good insight to us to realize. And it's, it's good to hear that, you know, anything you commit to is just not an overnight um, <clears throat> happening it takes planning it's the dream it's like realizing it takes effort to make things become reality and although you do it beautifully you know your books are are great books to read it still takes that commitment to have a finished product totally and every single day i had 10 billion other things i could be doing yeah. And sometimes it was so hard just to sit down and do what I needed to get done. Right. Not be distracted. So just like everybody else, like it, it is hard work. But I tell you, the things you have to work the hardest for, they are the most worthwhile. <laughs> That's great because I have so, as I said earlier in the program, I've so enjoyed using your bliss book, my bliss book, which I encourage my adult women that are listening, that are are trying to accomplish something to order this book and use it daily to move them forward toward their dream, toward their vision for where they want their life to go. So I really encourage that. Would you please tell my listeners where they can go to get your cake in bed, the book that we want, we're talking about today as well? Sure. It's www.cakeinbed.com. Okay, and there there are opportunities to get all sorts of gifts, free gifts, uh, downloads, anything, right? Yes, there's lots of juicy goodness there. (laughs) And I will be going there right after this show because I don't remember all those goodies and I want to go take part. I want to grab a few, so I will be doing that. (laughs) So, but I want to... I wanted to share with my viewers that when I met you in 2010, you were had beautiful long brown hair, which I'm you still have beautiful long brown hair. But you you sort of took a, a twist and you've you've changed your dress a bit. And tell us about that. Um, well, I guess it was two years ago now, two and a half years ago. I. Uh, uh, a friend of mine had bought me a wig, and it was like a turquoise blue, really cute with bangs, and she dared me to wear it in Hollywood all day. We, we had a fun day planned, and, mm-hmm. um, and I, was, I was like, oh, I don't know if I could do that, whatever, and I did, and I had so much fun. And then a few days later, I had a PBS event, my first PBS event, and I asked my fans, I don't know why I asked them this, but I said, should I go brunette or should I go Smurfberry blue? And they said blue, and I decided that I'm a woman of my word. And so I showed up with blue hair, and I had so much more fun. It was just, ah! I just, it's part of it is not having to worry about your hair all day. 
You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and the other part is you forget that you have colorful hair, but everybody else sees it. And so they're like, hi, hi, yes. you know, like everywhere you go. And then more people wanted photos with me and it was just more memorable for both of us. So well, I now, just decided like. <laughs> now I have a question as you were going there, because I'm, I'm a little self-conscious and I can just see that my, my accepting to do that would be kind of more difficult than I'm thinking it was for you. Did you have second thoughts? Did you think about it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I had all kinds of fears. What are they going to think about me? Maybe nobody's going to like me. Maybe PBS will never invite me back again. You know, like maybe I look ridiculous. Like, but, But the thing is, like, there was something playful within me that was so giddy about it. You know, it was like, I can't believe I get paid to be colorful. You know, like (laughs) what a dream come true. Right. And the kids get it. And so it wasn't really like, um, it's not a strategy. It's just, it was more fun. And if it's more fun, I want to do it. And so then people were like, what's, what's the next one? What's the next one you're going to do? And what color is it going to be next time? And then people started coming (laughs) and just to see, what color my hair would be. And I thought, you know, why don't I just go try some wigs on? And it turns out I'm fortunate. I look good in almost every color. So I'm like, <laughs> this is awesome. So how <laughs> many wigs do you... gives you a way to you... express yourself in a how different many... way, you know? Yeah. How many wigs do you have, Sherry? Um, is it sort right of like... now, I, I have 19. <gasps> 19 wigs. I didn't even know they made that many colors of wigs. Oh yeah, I'm really good at finding them. I like uniqueness. I like quality. Like I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> and they find me. Sometimes people are like, "You should check out this company," you know. And I'll go to Comic Con and I'll meet the owner of something, and like, and then I'll get a couple of theirs. And you know, it's just cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, my son will be so excited to know you. You do Comic Con because we had even here in Tyler, Texas, we had that last weekend, and our awesome. little Comic Con here. And uh, however, the rain was still coming down, and it was not as large as they had hoped. But uh, even now, so someday perhaps you'll visit Tyler for the Comic Con. I would <laughs> so love to. Love that. I'm going. I'm going to the Arizona one in January. I'll be at Library Con. Oh, so, um, great! Yeah excited about that (laughs) oh that will be fun well you know we've enjoyed visiting with you so much today but one of the things I really want everybody to realize that we all come with beliefs and and I wonder if you would share a little bit about what you believe about your life um hmm I would say I believe that everything that has happened has created the perfect path that I'm on right now to fulfill my destiny. And I feel that very strongly. And even when I feel misdirected or like I'm not sure what's, you know, what's next or, you know, I just take the leap. I've learned that you can trust the universe even when it feels scary. And trust me, I feel scared every single day. Mm-hmm. But I do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, and following that inspiration, like even if it feels very random, like last night I had a I had an inspiration. I, I thought I need to contact somebody 
and I did, and it's a person that's extremely busy that doesn't respond to most people. And he mm-hmm. wrote me back immediately and he invited me to be a part of his new book. And I'm like, oh. oh my gosh, like, thank God I followed that intuitive nudge, right? Like it was yeah. amazing. I had this nice right. exchange and that was unexpected. So I think just follow the intuition, the inspiration and spend time with myself um, really helps me get clear on what's a fit and what's not for me. And I believe that everything is in alignment and um, I'm just going to go for it. Everything's possible. I'm just going to go. I love that. Thank you. That's a wonderful bit of advice to share with our listeners. Trusting, going with what you know is inside of you that you may not know is your path, but it's talking to you and you went with it, whatever it is. Uh, It takes courage. It takes commitment. It takes a willing heart to do that. So I so applaud you, and I know that you have had a unbelievable success, and I'm very happy for you. So thank you for being with us today because it's uh, enlightened us, and I want all my listeners to be part of your success by being part of buying the book and uh, have some cake in bed. So, listeners, <laughs> thank you for being with us today. We have I've enjoyed every moment of this. Every time I get to renew my connection with Sherry, it's delightful because she keeps me guessing. She's always giving me surprise <laughs> with what's happening with Sherry. So this has been a fabulous day, and I wish you the best. I know it will be an awesome week for you, Sherry, as you uh, continue to sell those books books and enlighten the world so my listeners we will be back next week i look forward to seeing you and spending time with you i hope you'll make it a great week joyce buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of second wind through the joyce buford empowerment system Women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 